Hello, everyone. It is Tyler from the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Uh, we just wanted to take a minute to extend our condolences and our well wishes to those down in Miami who have been affected by the tragic collapse of that condominium uh, building. Uh, so if you would just bear with us, we put together a little video and we will get right to the action after that. Again, we will be right with you after this short video. Baseball with the Bard and the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast would like to extend our condolences to those affected by the collapsed building in Miami. Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. It is July 4th, and I am being joined today by Mr. Dylan. How are you, Dylan? And thank you for joining me this Sunday. I'm good. I'm glad to be back. I feel like it's been a while since, you know, the last time I think I was here, I uh, put in my picks and won the championship. Yes, so. that's right. Yes, Dylan is our current <laughs> picks champion. The CWE podcast picks champion dethroned Kyle, ripped that belt right off of his shoulder, that two-time champ, Kyle, mm -hmm. the Angel Torres. But yes, uh, Dylan is going to be joining me for a lot of the episodes coming up here soon. Uh, Noah, unfortunately, is a little bit busy, so he's not going to be able to do both podcasts. He is off uh, working the Boy Scout camp, which I'm sure all, everyone who's listened to the podcast knows plenty about by now. Um, but we are moving Baseball with the Bard to Saturdays at around 10 or 11 o'clock, and then uh, this will be every Sunday at 11 o'clock with Dylan, unless Dylan has something to do, and then maybe we'll have a few other uh, <laughs> guest hosts. We'll see. But I will be here every Sunday at 11 to bring you the Cross and Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Just a few reminders. Uh, I do want to remind everyone that we are not a market substitute for AEW's Dynamite. Please make sure you go watch Dynamite. I mean, it's back to Wednesdays now, but sometimes it's on Friday or Saturday. They kind of just throw it all around. Uh, depending on which sporting events going on. But we'll just stick to Wednesday, Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you go watch it there. Remember, we are not a market substitute. I also want to remind you that we do stream this show live. So if you want to join the conversation, you can find us. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook page, but we don't go live there anymore because Facebook likes to flag us. Uh, so sorry, Facebook. You lost the, you lost the, uh, the action over there. But we are on YouTube, um, the Bard and Cross Entertainment YouTube excuse me, YouTube page. And on Twitch, I have rebranded. My name is now just T-Bard underscore. There's no 5195 anymore. So it's T-Bard underscore. And I got some new emotes that just got done. So you can join the conversation with these emotes on Twitch. You can let us know how you feel about all the current happenings in AEW Dynamite, who you like, who you hate. Uh, and I don't mean me and Dylan. I'm talking about the wrestlers, <laughs> all right? You got <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, how you get some real heel heat uh yeah. but yes that is i think i've covered all of my bases there uh and dylan again aew just never disappoints they put on another really spectacular doesn't. show 
and they kicked it off like they love to do with a tag team match. It was the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks versus Penta El Zero Miedo and Eddie Kingston. And I believe on the line was if they won this match, that they would get a tag match against these two for the titles. Uh, so a lot lying on the line for this match. And uh, let's just hop right into it. Um, so Eddie Kingston's vendetta against the Young Bucks continued on Wednesday night as he teamed with Penta Ozero Miedo to battle the AEW Tag Team Champions in a special eliminator match. Yeah, so that's what they're calling their number one contender matches, I guess. If you can beat them in an eliminator match, it means then then you get a title match. You have to win, and then you get your title match. Um, Matt and Nick Jackson hit the ring sporting new mustaches. Mm, did you see those, Dylan? I did. I was not a fan of those. <laughs> not at all. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Oh, my God. I know. And it was literally all they were talking about on commentary. Yeah, it they, really was. <laughs> they could not stop talking about it. It was so funny. Oh, look, there we go. As as I was talking about the emotes, Courtney's using one right now in the chat. It's a little heart where I'm inside of it, and I've got little heart glasses on. Oh, that's adorable. Beautiful and then we've got, we've got some hype ones and some GGs. You guys can get in there and check them out for yourself if you subscribe on Twitch. Um, so the champs ended up working over Penta, gaining control of the contest until a hot tag to Kingston turned the tide in the babyface's favor. That's weird saying babyface when you're talking about yeah. Eddie Kingston yeah. uh, and, and Penta. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys who I think like a month ago were heels. Oh, they were. Uh, <laughs> a super kick by Nick on the arena floor, though, allowed the Bucks to regain the upper hand. Penta would tag back into the match and uncorked a flurry of offense that included a corkscrew sunset flip. And then the Bucks answered, scoring a serious close near fall, broken up only after a last-second lunge. The Good Brothers attempted a distraction, but Brandon Cutler accidentally sprayed Matt in the eyes. Oops, I'm sure that's going to be a story next week. Can't wait. <laughs> Frankie Kazarian wiped the heels out, and the babyface would score a win. So that is very exciting, Dylan. I don't think I expected them to win that match, but how did you like it overall? Um great match it's, i love the way they start a show it's like aw knows how to set the bar for the show get yeah. you interested and you're in you're hooked right away watching that um yeah i didn't see that win coming but um honestly i'm fine with seeing that match again i think is it next week yeah it should be next it? week i believe so let me double check let me see down here yeah there it is bang next well, week it's a I mean, AEW World Tag Team Championship street fight. The Young Bucks versus Penta Zero Meadow and Eddie Kingston. And to that point, I'm going to give AEW credit for not just giving us the same match back-to-back -back weeks. They added a stipulation, so it's going right. to be a completely different match. Right. Yeah, they've been killing it lately with doing stuff like that. So yeah. if, if people do face each other more than once, there's usually a stipulation that changes it a little bit. Like the right. Pinnacle and the Inner Circle, mm -hmm. they've had so many different matches against each other that have been way different and it just uh, so. it just allows for the fans and the audience to instantly want to care about that match again you see the same match one-on-one -on -one, two on two it's like you've seen it there's not much more you could do you add stipulations to it you're adding more layers you can put on that match right absolutely I, and i think uh th with these four I mean, you're going to have oh. a good match regardless of what the stipulation is. Uh, so overall, great match. I think having Brandon Cutler be the reason the Bucks lost is is perfect. Yeah, it's It sets up like a clean slate for them to have that loss. It's not like it was some sort yeah. of they were just outsmarted. Uh, it was just an unfortunate circumstance. So I think that keeps them strong 
Uh, so I, I think it's going to be a fun match next week. But overall, I thought this match was clean. It was quick to the point because there was a lot more action that was going to be happening tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, but we did have an interview with Ethan Page uh, before the next match with Jungle Boy and Jack Evans. Uh, so I'll just address that quickly. Ethan Page cut a promo with Tony Schiavone about the upcoming coffin match against Darby Allen. So they're going to be doing, uh, I mean, it's based off of Darby, you know, the coffin drop. You know, he's doing kind of maybe trying to get into Darby's head, uh, expressing his desire to end the face painted competitor forever. Sting would appear, however, and Allen jumped out of the coffin, and the duo attacked All Ego and his partner, Scorpio Sky. Page refused to have the match with Allen unless he signed a contract, vowing not to touch him before the showdown. What do you think of that, Dylan? I think that was a bit of a bitch move, personally. Yeah, I think that's Ethan Page. I swear, ever since he's debuted, he's had that that gimmick where he's just like, I'm just going to cheap shot you. I'm going to come from behind. I'm right. joining up with Scorpio Sky. Um I'd like to see them feud a little more doing that, like, you know, the get in the upper hand. So I think it'll be more of a mind games type feud now. Yeah. I'm all for it. A little different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. If, if this is going to be a mind games back and forth, Undertaker-esque getting in your head kind of rivalry. All right, cool. Um, I think we can all agree that that is a storyline that will work rather than just cheap shot, cheap shot, cheap shot. Yeah. Uh, something where they're actually intimidating each other would be much more exciting. I, I could only, I could already see the mirror shot for next week where Ethan Page is just going to be standing in his locker room, looking in the mirror, and then suddenly, psh, Darby <laughs> Allen appears, and then psh, he's gone. Um, so I can feel it coming. I think this is going to be a good match, um, but overall, not too much to talk about with this. It was pretty yeah. straightforward. They put all their cards on the table rather than making us think too hard about it. Um, but we go right into Jungle Boy Jack Evans. Uh, Jungle Boy and Jack Evans, excuse me. <laughs> Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Jungle Boy Jack Evans, right? Is that it? Hold on, that's yeah. not right either. <laughs> There's too many Jacks, too yeah. many uh, pages, too many cages. <laughs> you gotta, they really got to sw switch these names up. It's too much. Uh, but Jungle Boy fresh off and nearly defeating Kenny Omega, which, by the way, we didn't have an episode uh, last week talking about that match. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. I thought twice that Jungle Boy was going to have him, but of course it's Kenny freaking Omega. That's, um, that's true. Best <laughs> so machine strikes again. Oh man, I was like, damn it. I thought for <laughs> a minute there they were going to give it to us, but that's all right. He'll have his moment. Uh, but freshly off defeating Kenny, uh, nearly defeating Kenny Omega for the AEW world title Saturday night, uh, he would battle Jack Evans in uh, the night's next match. The former top contender withstood the offense of his opponent. Uh, he fought back, and the former contender withstood the offense of his opponent, fought, uh, turning him upside or inside out rather with a massive lariat coming out of the break. Eventually, Jungle Boy put Evans away and became the first performer to reach 50 wins in AEW. Bit of a squash match, honestly. Uh, not much happening in this match, but besides making Jungle Boy look very, very strong. Um, after the match, however, the Hardy family office made its way to the ring only for the Jurassic Express and Christian Cage to make the save and clear them out. Um, I really think they're making Jungle Boy look like he's going to be one of the guys to potentially win that title or whether it's off of Omega or off of um, Miro. He's going to have a singles championship over his belt over his shoulder very soon. Uh, do you agree with that sentiment or what are you thinking about Jungle Boy? 
I, I do agree. I think this is one of those young guys that they're going to look at to be a face of the company for the next 10 years plus, you know, the MJF, Sammy Guevara's that's, that's going to be your guy right here. He's got a huge fan base in, with jungle boy and he's a great wrestler that last, last week proved it. He almost beat Kenny Omega. So, yeah. you know, he, every time he comes out, the crowd's singing the crowd along. is singing along. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a phenomenally big fan base. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see where he's going because ever since like AEW debuted and he was in that very first Casino Battle Royale, I, I was on board. Yeah. Like I already liked him and he just he just had that era to or the air or the aura yeah. to him that you want to like this guy. Him and Marco Stunt uh, are two of my absolute favorites in AEW. Uh, so I cannot wait until he has his moment where he has that strap over his shoulder. You it's know that coming. place is going to go nuts. And I could see him taking out Miro in the near future too, because that that'd be a great match for the underdog story. Yeah, I think so. At the I think maybe at the next massive pay per view. Yeah, I could um, totally see that. He he might be able to do that. And our, our next Saturday night or Sunday night event, uh, we could we could see him do potentially be the one who gets it. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't think they need to work it too fast. I think people still True. love him and support him, uh, no matter what. So hopefully, fingers crossed. We're going to get that title match for him, and he can have the strap over his shoulder. Um, so we had Andrade, Idolo special challenge, and Kenny Omega's next challenge as well. Andrade uh, would meet up backstage with Alex Abrahantes. I have always have a hard time saying his last name. Um, and he would challenge Matt Seidel to a match next week on, uh, on the show, the result of the high flyer interrupting him a few days earlier. Uh, so we're going to get that match next week. It should be great. Two guys who have incredible in-ring technicality uh, approaches. So that should be fun. And then, of course, we had the champion himself, the AEW world champion, Kenny Omega, joined Tony Schiavone for an in-ring promo. He boasted about his win on Saturday and claimed he had no challengers left, which is just incorrect. There are plenty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would draw the ire of the Dark Order, however, where all of them came out to the ring. I was like, oh, Omega, yeah. you, you better run, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Outnumbered. <laughs> Omega, however, would scoff at the idea of any of them challenging him, drawing chants of cowboy shit from fans in reference to Hangman Page, who's not officially part of the Dark Order, but he is a, you know, a, a close, close comrade friends. of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, Omega said, however, that Paige doesn't have the right to hoist the title and ended the promo with goodbye and good night. Bang! Uh, in typical cleaner fashion. And I thought for sure that we were going to get Hangman uh, mm. coming out right there, but nothing. Nothing from Hangman there. Uh, I don't know if he was maybe supposed to because it felt awkward. It, yeah. The ending to that felt really odd. And the dark order didn't split. They had to be told this. It just, ugh, yeah, it, it, it seems all wrong. Um, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to feel like the dark order wasn't intimidated by him. And they don't, they don't give a damn that he's not scared of hangman. Um, I don't know, but is this Kenny's next challenger, Dylan? I totally think that's what this is leading to. I think finally hangman's going to stop with the opening shows and the opening, you know, the one-on-one -on -one matches that kind of have done nothing. I think he's finally taken the step. I'd say, I think, is it All Out coming up? What, what would I believe be that's next? next. That's their next. They could easily build this for however long it takes. I think that pay-per-view's the end of the summer. September, right? I, I'm. Mm, it's August or September. Yeah. So they could build this 
have a steady build like either way or they could just do this on dynamite I, i'm not really sure but definitely see that being the next contender whether he wins or not i don't know yet but who knows right yeah i'm yeah, excited no, to see that definitely excited to see that i mean it's two of the greater wrestlers that they have in AEW going toe to toe they've had incredible matches in the past mm-hmm. their eliminator match still one of my oh, favorite so matches good. against each other so good <laughs> i i actually used a clip from us talking about that match uh, in my demo reel because I was so excited talking about the uh, V trigger or not the V trigger uh, one winged angel that he hit on Hangman. Oh was my like, yeah! Oh my god, it was beautiful. Oh yes. So I uh, definitely am looking forward to seeing them try that again. And I I don't think he's gonna hit a one winged angel on Hangman again. I think Hangman's definitely has it scouted. So he's gonna have to find some other way to defeat mm-hmm. Hangman Page. If he is going to defeat Hangman Page, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe that won't even happen. Um, let's take a minute, however, to uh, talk about some things that we are certain about in our futures, and that is some Clovercrest Media podcast. You like that? Look, I'm learning from yes. Noah. Those transitions are Ooh. coming in clean. Uh, so we will see you all on the other side of this short break. Attention all basketball fans, CMG Sports presents the Posting Up Podcast, where Lucas Boldick, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay discuss the latest news and topics throughout the NBA. So, if you have a love for basketball, make sure you check out the Posting Up Podcast, live every Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also available for download on every podcast platform. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Twitch. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown New York. It's off the Leonard. Defended by Simmons. Is this the tagger? High fly ball, right field. Grossman back. Trap. Wall. See ya. Into the second deck. A grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge. And the Yankees are pouring it on. For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with R&J every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the City. I crossed up by Kobe, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, Spawn. But I didn't make my point. I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Drop me a follow if you'd like. One away from 300. 
T-Bar, are you taking one for the team with both of you guys? Oh yeah. no! Yeah! Go. Get out of my game! Oh my god, I love that clip. For a little so good. if you didn't see the timer counting down, there was three seconds when I grabbed him that last time and threw him uh, so that he couldn't get across the finish line before the timer finished. So it was great. That guy had griefed a friend of mine, so I was making sure that he did not get over that finish line. <laughs> so remember, everybody, that clip that came on at the end, I stream live on Twitch. Usually I'm playing Fall Guys or MLB The Show. Uh, so you can find me at uh, TV slash uh, T-Bard underscore. T-B-A-R-D underscore. Uh, we are also streaming live on uh, YouTube right now on the Bard and Cross Entertainment YouTube page. And then we would also just like to remind you all that we are not, not a market substitute for AEW's Dynamite. Make sure you watch Dynamite every single Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Dylan, we got to get you to play some Fall Guys sometime, man. Yeah, you, you got to have me like over or something because I got no system to play yet. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, we could just play. Uh, we could do tandem. Like you play one, I play one. You yeah. Play one, I play one. Um, or I, I don't know. I don't. No, I don't. No, it's, it doesn't work on the one. It's because yeah. uh, the Xbox One doesn't have it yet. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, when I have no idea, but it's coming. They're working on it. We'll get I that know. eventually. But make sure if you guys want to join in on the fun, you go follow us on Twitch or you go subscribe over on YouTube. You can join us live every single time we do this show. And we'll put your comments in. We'll do it. You saw it earlier in the show. Courtney was in there and she got a comment up on the board. So you can join us in doing that too. Remember, Dylan, when you were here and Tony Khan came on the show? It was Dude, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. I wish he'd come back. I know. Imagine he was here like regularly. That'd be such a great just ongoing joke. What was it? Wasn't his name like definitely Tony Khan or something? Yeah, like, it was like definitely the real Tony Khan. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. So we Real's have a lot of fun over here. It's it's definitely a good time. And that's the ultimate goal is to have fun while we're talking about wrestling. Um, but speaking of wrestling, oh my god, I almost scrolled right by it. I had my notes on the next match here. It's the TNT Championship match between Brian Pillman Jr. and Miro. Bang. Those two beasts. Well, one beast and a, another guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going up against each other. And you know what? I don't hate Brian Pillman Jr., but I'm a big fan of uh, Griff Garrison. So the two of them together, well, you know, it works. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all right. Uh, so we'll see what happened in this one. The TNT champion Miro defended his title against Brian Pillman Jr., the young challenger looking to avenge the beatdown suffered by his tag team partner Griff Garrison at the hands of the uh, at the hands of Miro just a week ago. Uh, Miro would dominate his young opponent, unfortunately, mercilessly beating him down for several minute, minutes until a babyface comeback from the second generation star after the commercial break. Miro, however, would cut him off. And applied an accolade for a victory. Not only was this an accolade, it was an accolade where he turned him inside out. It was. It looked like one of the more painful accolades I've seen in a long time. Uh, backstage, however, we would finally see Hangman Page. He took exception to the Dark Order confronting Omega earlier. Each member of the faction took turns expressing support for the top-ranked competitor before Alex Reynolds told him that it's just his time. Uh, so we'll see. It looks like Omega is a little bit skeptical. 
or I'm sorry, um, Hangman is a little bit skeptical about going after the champion right now. Uh, but who knows? It could it could just be a ploy on his part. Um, but what did you think about the uh, the squash match we had to witness there, bud? I mean, it's Miro. I like the way they're booking him. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot better than, you know, what I was expecting them to do with him. And early on, he was just a tag team guy. I was right. definitely not feeling that. This has been great. And to talk about his finishing move there, when he turned him over, usually oh. he like grips like this. He had him in a chokehold. Oh, yeah. It looked just phenomenal. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. That looks like you're, you're, you're out. <laughs> you're passing out easily. Like, ah, oh, let him go. Wow. I love I that. That was no, a great touch. It was. It was definitely a great touch. Um, but unfortunately, it had to lead into this. Mm. I know. We, we had so Dr. Unfortunate for you. We had Dr. Britt Baker, which fine, that's fine and all, and Rebel, <laughs> gross, versus Nyla Rose, great, fantastic. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, excuse me, do we really have to include this person in a match? Uh, Vicky Guerrero <laughs> was in a match on AEW. All right. I just also, well, well, I'll talk about it at the end. Um, so ahead of her title defense against the native beast on night two of Fighter Fest, AEW women's champion, Dr. Britt Baker DMD teamed with Rebel to bet, not Reba, to battle Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero in tag team action. Uh, early bullying by Baker and Rebel of Guerrero gave way to the heels seizing control. Thanks to the ferocity of Nyla, the top ranked women's competitor and her manager worked over Rebel until a hot tag to Baker put the opposition in the driver's seat. Despite a late attempt by Rose to finish off the champion, an ill-timed tag to Guerrero proved costly as Baker applied the lockjaw to a loudmouth manager and scored the submission win. After the match, however, Rose attacked Baker and drove her through a table from the ring apron before standing tall. The match itself was not horrible. Vicky Guerrero no-sold the lockjaw. Absolutely no-sold that lockjaw, and I think it's a damn shame. Because the lockjaw has been putting people away and knocking people out. It has been one of those where, like, when they are when they finish the match, they just lay there after mm -hmm. they've been put in the lockjaw. Vicky Guerrero got put in the lockjaw, tapped out, and then just started throwing a fucking tantrum on the side of the ring. And then it just, like, stood up. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is why we don't have wrestle wrestlers not wrestle. This yeah, is I was going to say, we're talking and about Vicky. Britt Baker here. literally just like kicked her in the fucking boobs and knocked her out of the ring so she wouldn't be in the ring anymore. Um, but that's just, you're going to bring unnecessary heat to Vicky Guerrero that she didn't need because uh, she's already got a lot of heat. And I love Vicky. I love Vicky as a manager. I think she does a great job. Um, but, oh, this, yeah. this one match left a not, real bad taste needed. in my mouth. So unneeded. What'd you think? Uh, as a whole, this match wasn't needed. Yeah. That's, that's why I think um, Britt Baker winning sounds good to me. So sure. I mean, that was pretty much my takeaway from that. Yeah, there's really honestly not too much to talk about. It, it oh. was just it was a filler match so that everyone who had to go take a piss could go take a piss. <laughs> Uh, because the main event uh, was being touted as one of the most looked forward to matches in AEW's history. And I would uh, agree with that. Oh, I mean, Sammy Guevara is an incredible athlete in the ring. We've seen what he can do. And then MJF is one of the he's top three in AEW right now, in my opinion. Uh, totally so I, I just think these two right here in the ring at the same time is a recipe for success. Uh, who do you like more, Sammy or, or MJF? 
I'm a huge MJF guy. Um, yeah, so am I. He's just got everything going for him. I mean, Sammy is great. I I think Sammy might have MJF beat on ring skills by a little, but MJF on the mic is is deepest in AEW. So I mean, he's just got the edge for me. And this this matchup could be the John Cena and Randy Orton for AEW. Yeah, like, going forward, yeah, it I really definitely could have be. that feel. Um, I I think I I've even put at the bottom. It's it's like this is a look into AEW's future. You know, the guys 100%. who they have setting it up right now, like the the uh, Kazarians and the Jerichos and all them, they're not going to be here forever. Exactly. So eventually these young guys are going to have to be the ones who carry the business. Uh, and these two, I promise you, when AEW is kicking WWE's ass in five years, are going to be the two flag bearers at the start, at the very front of AEW's 100%. Roster. Uh, so I'm very excited. They are already on their way to kicking WWE's ass. So we'll see what the uh, landscape looks like in our uh, five-year anniversary of the CWE podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be getting close. I got to look and see when we started this podcast. I think we're probably over a year now. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. it's it's insane. I don't think we did a one-year episode. Maybe we'll have to do some sort of special coming up soon. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we had Sammy Guevara. Versus MJF, a hot start by the Spanish God included a springboard cutter, uh, which was negated heading into the break by a hip toss by MJF that sent his opponent's knee into the guardrail, which immediately I was like, oh, yeah, that's a real injury. That looked like it was a legit injury, but we're good. We're good. Don't worry, everyone. Uh, Sammy Guevara fought back, landing a twisting plancha, destroying uh, destroying destroyer, dear God, pile driver. <laughs> and a middle rope Spanish fly before wiping MJF, MJF out with another mesmerizing dive. It was one of those sequences that just didn't stop. It was yeah. one move after the other, but still not enough. Uh, the Salt of the Earth answered with a tombstone pile driver from the middle rope. Which was sick. Oh my God. That was, honestly, when I was watching that, I honestly thought that was match. Yeah. That was so nuts. Doing a tombstone off of the second rope. It was very good. It was, they almost lost their balance, but they didn't, uh, which is nice because Sammy's had a few of those moments where he's going too fast for his own good. Uh, So it was, it was very, very, very good. Uh, But like I said, it landed only for a two count and left him nursing his, his own knee. Uh, a hobbled MJF tried for the heat seeker finisher, but Guevara countered and delivered a GTH only for the heel to get his foot on the rope and force a break. Another incredibly close count. Soon, however, Wardlow appeared and wiped Jericho out at ringside, who, by the way, I don't know if we mentioned Jericho was on commentary all night. All night. Um, so he wiped Jericho out at ringside, providing a distraction that allowed for Sean Spears to get in the ring as the chairman and rock Guevara with said chair getting maybe a little bit of revenge for being the one who took the final pinfall in their uh, stadium stampede. Uh, And MJF uh, took that steel chair to the head. Or I mean, MJF took advantage of the steel chair to the head, scoring a tainted victory. I mean, this crowd was so into this match. The crowd was electric the whole time. And the only time I think they, they booed, was when Wardlow interfered. Yeah. Like they were so happy to see a clean finish either way here. But I understand, I hate interfered finishes, but yeah. I understand it in this match because they don't want either one 
of these two flag bearers to look weak right now. Um, they're not the ones who are going to be taking the pins next time these guys go, go head to head. It'll be oh, someone exactly. like Hager or Sean Spears, someone who can afford these pinfalls. These two, no, absolutely not. Uh, so overall, Dylan, I think we had an incredible, incredible match there. Uh, is there a moment you want to highlight? Is there a way you felt a certain way you felt about the match? What do you, what do you want to let us know about? Oh it? man, this match, this match just sets up AEW for the future. Like if yeah. you were to, this is one of those matches where if somebody's trying to get into this, you show them this match. Yeah. And you're saying, these are going to be the guys you're going to watch in 10 years. Be taking right. it over. And this is the perfect match to show them because they're not involved in the title picture yet. But when they are, you're going to be like, they totally deserve to be there. Right. So as because a whole, yeah, exactly. As a whole, this whole match was great. Yeah. I, I 100% cool. agree with you. It's, it's, ah, I can't, I can't wait for them to both be at the top in the yeah. very near Who future. Who knows? It, it's got to be coming soon. Like MJF yeah. needs a, needs a strap. Oh, MJF yeah. needs a strap over his shoulder. Uh, and he's come so damn close in the past. His match with Mox is one of my absolute favorite matches. Uh, so hopefully in the future, we can see a strap on their shoulders too. There's a lot of guys we want to see the strap on their yeah. shoulder. I mean, uh, that's which, AEW as a whole. I mean, Right, we love them all. They're yeah. all so great that it, it's a shame that they can't all have a title. But, you know, they're not giving it the WWE treatment where there's 7,000 yeah. titles that you can go for. Uh, so... Every, you, you just got to bide your time. You got to bide your time, pick the right championship. I'm sure we're going to see auxiliary belts uh, coming soon yeah. on the other shows, but you know, they're trying to probably just focus on growing talent first before just throwing titles around willy nilly. Yeah. Um, but overall great show. I would give it four stars myself. What about you, Dylan? Oh, uh, definitely. Four stars for me too. Yeah. That just seems to be the average. Like yeah. usually average is three, but an average for AEW right now is hovering between three and four. Yeah, uh, so, they're, so they're doing great. And, you know, so there's good. no one star nights, no two star yeah. nights it, for those. We watch raw. Um, <laughs> that's why we watch dynamite for solid wrestling content yeah. every single week. Um, I do want to take a look at next week's lineup, oh, though. We have a few matches that I'm definitely looking forward to. And why not for funsies? I got the pick king with me. Let's make some picks, shall we? Oh, bet. Let's do it. <laughs> we have a great one. That's good. I like that. We have Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall in a South Beach strap match. So remember what you were saying about how they change the matches. It's never the same thing. They yep. did it again here. QT Marshall uh, with uh, – who's he got with him? Salo and Conforto versus uh, Camarado versus uh, Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson, of course. And I'm sure they are not going to be the only five people at ringside for this yeah. match. Uh, so that's another, that's a really good one. I personally am going to take Cody for that one. I'm also taking Cody. Yeah. Even though he, uh, you know, he's a daddy. Uh, I think it, I, there's no way he loses to QT yeah, here. It's his match. If he's going to put people over, it's got to be somebody younger who needs it. Right. I don't think QT really is the guy he needs to put over. And the only way he loses that match is if uh, he gets that kidney punch. Yeah. Uh, and I think so, I think both sides are going to have more interference. Yeah. You'll definitely. see the whole Nightmare Factory come out. It'll be a whole brawl. Maybe this is where Dustin Rhodes turns heel and goes back to his old tag team partner, QT. I don't Ooh. know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Imagine. Oh, my God. That would be crazy. That would be yeah. crazy. He just brings out that cane that Cody used to bust him open back in their old match. And just, mm. bah, good night. Uh, but who knows? I think we're both pretty solid there on our picks, though. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. 
All right, definitely uh, on the same page there. We have this match of the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. It is going to be Jake Hager and the uh, Santana and Ortiz versus the Pinnacle, which is going to this time have Wardlow uh, and FTR with Tully Blanchard at ringside. Oh, and I, how could I forget? Uh, the Inner Circle Conan. has Conan yes. at ringside this time. So Conan and Tully Blanchard are absolutely going to get into it during oh, this yes. match. Uh, so it is going to be a fun one as well. Um, if I had to make a pick on this one, the pinnacle is in need of a win. Oh man. <laughs> I, I think I'm taking the pinnacle. Yeah. You too. I, I'm also taking, because it's Wardlow and FTR. You got former tag champs and a future star. I, right. It's, like, it's I tough. Think or, I think Ortiz them. can take a pinfall here. Oh, easily. Um, and I, I think it'll be Wardlow who gets the job done. They, I think they're going to isolate uh, Hager early yeah. and knock him out of that match. And then uh, we will get to see FTR just bully the fuck out of Santana. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Santana's a great wrestler. I'm not sold on Ortiz yet. Um, but they're, both I, good. No, they're, they're, both they're, they're good together. Yeah. Uh, but I think Santana would have a great solo career where I'm not sold on Ortiz yet. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I, I could be wrong. I don't know enough about them uh, yeah. outside of the business. I only know from what I've seen here. And Ortiz is always the goat. Uh, so they always just they shit all over him whenever that team needs to lose. So eh, just kind of kind of my uh, my vibe for them right now. He's usually the one who takes the pinfall for that team. Mm. Um, but I think we're both going to agree there. The pinnacle yeah. takes this W. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, uh, do we even have to tell our picks well, this, for this one? Yeah, no, I can't wait for this stuff. <laughs> we have Andrade El Idolo versus Matt Seidel uh, at Road Rage. They're calling it Road Rage. I'm not exactly sure why. It's because it's their first road show. Oh. They're finally back the in, on the road. They're in Miami now. Miami and then Chicago, I believe, yeah, is, is I believe. after that. Yeah. Um, so that's why. Okay, so they're going to be on the road. Hopefully a packed capacity crowd. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we're both picking Andrade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that this is going will be a to be fun, fun match because finally Andrade's wrestling and Matt Seidel is great. Right. They're going to definitely feed into each other's energy and it's going to be something to watch. Uh, we have this standoff where we're going to have MJF and Chris Jericho in the ring together. They're meeting face to face. Uh, I guess we can just predict what we think is going to happen here. Yeah. Uh, or we should predict who is going to have the upper hand by the end of this meeting. Uh, if we're going to predict who has the upper hand at the end of this meeting, it's got to be the face uh, oh, if they're going to go into a match. So I'm taking Chris Jericho. Well, I'll differ here because I believe MJF's going to give Chris Jericho his stipulations of what he has to do, much like Cody Rhodes. I'm going to give MJF the upper hand early on, and then when the stipulations start to come, Jericho will start overcoming and become the upper hand for that. So who stands tall at the end of this segment? MJF stands tall on Wednesday. Okay, so MJF stands tall on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that if that's true, that the stipulations are coming this Wednesday, uh, I think we'll get that. Is that what you want, MJF? Is that what you want, you stupid son of a bitch? All right, fine, it's yours. Bang, and he's going to yeah. punch him in the mouth, and that's going to be how that goes. But it could go either way. I mean, we're we're not uh, – Yeah. We, we've seen it all. Uh, and, yeah, and we really have. Jericho – I mean, we say that, but dear God, they surprise us every week. Uh, and then we have this match, which is going to be a lot of. Oh, that's not. We already did that oh, one. What are we, we did doing? Show it, but we didn't predict. Um, oh, that's right. We didn't predict. It is going to be the Young Bucks uh, versus Penta El Zero Miro and Eddie Kingston. I don't. I didn't put that on here. How dare I? Uh, mm. But yes, we do have that match, which 
I mean, by all intents and purposes, should be incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's no way the Bucks lose. We got the drip Bucks. They're going to have the numbers game. We're going to see the good brothers. Um, Brandon Cutler will be there. Right. Don Callis will probably be there. Like, come on. That, that should be a pretty simple one. Let me see. I thought I had a picture for this last one, but I might not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me see if it... No, it doesn't work because it wasn't a JPEG. That's why. Uh. Um, but there is one more match that I haven't talked about yet. It is a mixed tag team match. First ever. First ever on AEW. We've got Statlander and Orange Cassidy versus the Bunny and the Blade. I'm so excited to see this match because the th- the four they have in the ring are four who can really go. Oh, the yeah. bunny the bunny's still someone who's learning a little bit and trying to get a little bit more clean, but I love Allie. Um, oh, yeah. she's great. I follow her on Twitch and I'm in her Discord and uh she's she's a lot of fun to uh to be a fan of. Um but you know, still a little tiny bit green. Uh and then of course Chris Chris Statlander is Oh yeah. Oh just yeah. out of this world. Uh thank you thank you (laughs) Noah would have just left so I'll I'll take I'll take the laughs and then of course Orange Cassidy and the Blade two guys who are incredibly good technical wrestlers inside the ring um who are you taking for this I'm gonna take Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander I think uh they've got the chemistry down oh god yeah they're they're two characters yeah they're both top ranked actually I should say that yeah Statlander I believe is in the top five as well so yeah, I think uh, it's an easy pinfall for the Blade, uh, yeah. and Orange Cassidy gets the pinfall victory. Um, so that's uh, we agree on everything except except the standout. Jericho and MJF. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. It's going to come down to that, and uh, I guess we'll see next Sunday who got everything correct, or if we got everything wrong. Or we could have, yeah. But... <laughs> wow, one Whoa. of us will. One of us, one of us has will have at least right. one point. Somebody has to get something right. So we will have at least one person raising their arm high. (laughs) Uh, So it's very good. Um, Again, I just want to remind everyone, if you don't watch AEW Dynamite Live, you're making a mistake. Definitely go watch Dynamite Live. And if you want to watch it after you come to us, great. Do that too. Because just what we're saying, I'm leaving out stuff so that we don't cover everything that happened in that match. You are missing a lot. Make sure you go watch AEW Dynamite Live. We are not a market substitute. So go watch them live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Ted Turner Network. Uh, Thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, I know it's been a little bit since we've been back. Unfortunately, with Noah moving to camp, it has been tough for us to do these episodes. We missed one by, uh, it was a last second technicality. uh, And then last week, Noah was moving in. So it was way too hard to get an episode last second. I, I just knew it would be too hard to find someone right away. So uh, we are back, though. It is going to be me and Dylan for the foreseeable future, uh, and we are going to bring you all of the best from AEW's Dynamite. Uh, But without further ado, my name is Tyler Bard. That there is Mr. Dylan, and we will see you all in the next one. Take care. Listening to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast.